You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the David Connolly Show. Folks, I have to give you an apology in advance. I have a terrible cough just now and um, I don't even know if I can make it through a show. But I'm going to try and there will probably be lots of coughing. Now, I can edit these coughs out but it means that I'll be sitting here till next Christmas. So I'll try not to cough. I apologise in advance when I do. And um, if coughing annoys you, then don't listen to this, okay? Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here. I hope you had a good weekend. I had a fantastic weekend. I actually watched the greatest documentary that I have ever seen in the history of my life. In fact, in fact, this documentary was so awesome that uh, I don't feel like talking about web stuff today. You know, I just don't feel like talking about it. I want to talk about some other things for a change, and uh, that's the vibe, you know. But this is a show primarily about how to uh, do well on the internet, websites, and all of that stuff. So let me just kind of pass the baton on to my main man, Kent Lewis. Kent Lewis has been a guest on this show. He is a guy who has basically turned social media marketing into a science. He's also very good at SEO and, if I do say so, kind of like myself, he's been involved in this game right from the start, you know. He is a guy who I respect and he's a guy who you can definitely trust. So Kent Lewis has uh, wrote some good articles, put some good stuff out. I'm going to put those links on the site at dcradionetwork.com and I encourage you to check them out, especially if you're interested in social media marketing. All right, cool. All right, give me a second, folks. Okay, on with the show. Now, I have to tell you, folks, I don't know what you like to do in your spare time. What do you like to do? Do you like to play Computer games, music, laughing, singing, dancing and joking. Well, let me tell you what I, well, one of the things that I like to do in my spare time. And that is Monopoly. The game of Monopoly. Does does anyone remember board games? Does anyone actually remember board games? Human interaction and all that stuff? Alright. Well, that's one of my little vibes, you know. And, uh... <coughs> Pardon me, especially around about this time of year, you know, people building up to the holidays and what have you, get-togethers, old acquaintances coming coming back into play. This is a good time for the game of Monopoly, and I don't want to brag, but I am a mean Monopoly player. I've actually got a little strategy, you know, and I don't want to brag too much, but... Uh, I think I've actually gone something like two years 
with only one defeat. So how about that, folks? But anyway, let me tell you something interesting about the game of Monopoly, right? There was a guy, as you can see, I'm being very scientific today. There was a guy who carried out some experiments and you know with the game of Monopoly and uh, what happened is he had a hidden camera and he had uh, groups of two people playing against each other. Now one person would be a rich player, the other person would be a poor player. The rich player would collect £200 when they pass go and they would also roll two dice, which is kind of standard for the game. However, the poor player would only get one dice to roll and they would only collect a hundred pounds when they pass go. Alright? So, this was in this documentary I watched over the weekend and honestly, folks, it blew my mind. I'm going to put this documentary on the website and I'm probably going to leave it there for a long time, you know? It's on YouTube, alright? <coughs> now, uh, just in case you haven't got time to watch the documentary, here is the Reader's Digest. Basically, they discovered that when they tried this experiment, sure enough, the rich person won the game. You know, hands down, every time. But what was really interesting is that in all cases, the rich player appeared... Well, not appeared. The rich player displayed plonker-like behaviour. They behaved like a plonker. And I know that's maybe not a scientific term, but they actually measured this stuff. So the guy had pretzels strategically placed around the board, right? And the person who was the rich player in the game started eating most of the pretzels. They just as greedy people just started wolfing the pretzels. They started saying things which were rude and cocky. And they generally behaved like plonkers, you know? Now, why is this interesting, folks? And why am I talking about a board game? The answer is because this experiment actually reveals something very interesting about wealth and about success, okay? Even though it was just a game, their behaviour changed. And so the implication here, folks, is that people who are rich, people who are extremely rich, actually, extremely wealthy, have, I'll choose my words carefully, have a tendency to be plonkers, <laughs> okay? Now, I know that's a shocking statement, folks. I know that's a very shocking statement, but I'm just giving you the results of the test, okay? Like I say, this documentary is called Why Poverty? I'm, I'm going to put a link on the site, and it's the greatest documentary ever. Now, here's the point. <coughs> Pardon me. The documentary then headed to New York, Specifically, to a, a place in New York called Park Avenue. Now, Park Avenue has more billionaires than any street in America. Okay? Possibly any street in the world. <coughs> I'm so sorry. 
this may have to get cut short. I'm not in a good way today. Anyway, they headed over to Park Avenue and they looked at the richest, uh, or the, the you know the most kind of what's the word opulent property in all of Park Avenue, and that's 740 Park Avenue in New York. More billionaires live there at 740 than anywhere in Park Avenue, okay? Now, you know, folks, how for quite a while people have been saying that the world is controlled by a kind of small, elite, ruling class. You know how people have been saying that for a while? And you know how people have been talking about secret societies and what have you, and all of this type of thing, you know, and there's a, a whole, uh, you know, variety of theories. Some of them are kind of political, you know, uh, and I suppose fairly believable. And some of them, frankly, are outrageous, you know. People like David Icke saying all of these really crazy things, you know, about how the, the world works. Well, folks... What was interesting about this documentary is that for the first time, it actually put names and addresses and faces to the names. I'm all mixed up here. You know what I'm saying, right? The documentary literally said, look, here are the people who are running everything. This is where they live. In fact, here is a floor plan of the house. And you got a real insider's perspective on how the ultra-rich live. Folks, this is absolutely mind-blowing stuff, and I can tell you that it has changed my perspective of the whole universe. The things that are going on, especially in America, are unbelievable. Honestly, folks, you've just got to watch this. I'll give you the short version, okay? Folks, what would you do if you had £10 billion in the bank? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I would probably stop working, for one thing. And the next thing is, I would probably think, okay, how can I just get rid of this and, you know, try and put it to some kind of good use? Now, I'm not trying to sound like a Miss World. Listen, okay, forget it. Maybe I wouldn't do that, okay? Maybe I would just go, go and gamble the whole lot or something, okay? Head off and go to some shady jacuzzi, right? The point is, I wouldn't be working. I wouldn't be trying to get more money. That would be insane. But do you know that these people, and they're all in the documentary, do you know the two things that they spend their time doing? This is the two, you know, most glorious, time-filling pastimes. They've got two things that they love to do, right, when they wake up in the morning. First thing is head to the, the uh, Wall Street. Literally head to Wall Street and try and turn 10 billion into 20 billion. The next thing that they do, uh, the next thing that they like to do is uh, literally hang about the lobby in Congress and what have you, calling over politicians and essentially bribing them to pass through bills and laws which will actually prop up the rich even more at the expense of the poor. 
And that's, you know, they are lobbyists. I think that's where the phrase lobbyist came from. I, I wasn't familiar with the word, but I think that's basically it. They hang about literally in the lobby. And if they see Obama walking by, or Hillary Clinton, or George Bush, or McCain, or any, you know, any politicians, they'll basically head on over and say, hey, how are you doing? Listen, we need to have a chat, okay? Now, in case you're thinking to yourself that this is some sporadic event that happens from time to time, you know, some controversial little thing, like maybe, you know, maybe they passed something on. Let me tell you, folks, I watched this documentary, and actually... Do you know how much the whole lobbying industry is worth? Four hundred billion, with a B, per year. This, folks, is absolutely insane. Now, the funny thing is, right, most of us would agree, I'm sure, that the global economy is in a bit of a dodgy state, okay? I mean, we, we're all having a tough time, really, Europe. You know, Greece is on the verge of going under. Middle East is going a bit crazy. Uh, major problems in America. There is, without doubt, a sort of financial crisis just now, you know. But here's the thing. Do you know that there are 400 people in America who have the equivalent wealth of 150 million people in America? I mean... In other words, let me rephrase this. There are 400 people. Now, remember, you can fit 400 people into a, you know, a small club or something, a, you know, a few hundred square foot, you know. Um, well, maybe not a few hundred, but you get the picture. I've actually played, like, the guitar in front of 400 people. I've got a good idea of what that looks like, and it's not that many, you know. Well, folks... If you take the 400 wealthiest people in America, they have the same wealth as the lowest earning 150 million people. In other words, half the American population. This is ridiculous. Now, I'm not out to go bashing rich people or anything like that, but the distribution of wealth, let's just say it's... Uh, you know, pretty extreme, you know, the the gap between the rich and the poor is massive, okay? Now, here's the funny thing. If you were president of the United States of America, wouldn't it be logical, folks? Wouldn't it be entirely logical, sensible, easy, and morally good to just say, Hey folks, big announcement here. You know all of these 400 people who have multi-billions and actually have as much wealth as half of the... Sorry about my strange sounds here. Half of the population. Well, great news folks. For the next five years, we are going to tax those 400 people at a rate of 80%. Now, I know that that's a bit much, 
I know that that's a bit heavy for 400 people out there. But here's the good news. They can still have their limousines. They can still keep their mansions. Their lifestyle will not be affected in the slightest. Remember, folks, we're talking about multi-billionaires. These people have more money than they could possibly spend in a lifetime, right? So if you were to say, okay, all of you 400 top richest people, we're going to go with an 80% tax for five years. Yes, I know it sucks. Sorry, guys. It really sucks, you know. But let's just do it for five years, okay? After the five years, we can all chill out and go back to normal. It's fine by me, all right? So instead of having a bank account, or instead of, uh, let me give you the actual numbers, instead of bringing in a revenue of something like uh, 100 billion per year and keeping the 100 billion, and these are real kind of numbers, well, maybe we can just have it so that you bring in 100 billion, but you can only have 20 billion this year. Is that okay? I mean, can, can, do you think you can get by on 20 billion per year? Do you think maybe you can, you know, starve for five years and get by on just a, maybe even just a few billion per year? All right, you bet any person could, okay? They could, you know, they wouldn't have to change address. They wouldn't have to, you know, cancel the holidays. They, they would not notice a thing. Now, if, if any um, high if any president came out and said, right, that's what we're going to do for five years, folks, you are talking instant economic recovery. Instant economic recovery. And if anyone is listening saying, oh, yeah, communist, lefty, you know, if anyone is, uh, you know, if there's any hillbillies out there thinking this kind of thing, then fair enough. I'm a communist hill bit, well, not a couple, I'm a, you know, crazy left-wing lunatic. But here's the thing, it's only for five years. Once we get out of the, you know, the, the hell that we're in, we can go back to normal and we can have debates about politics and what have you. But this is a heavy time. So let's say we just said, right, 80% tax, 400 people for the rest, for the next five years. Folks, everybody else, they wouldn't be affected at all, okay? Even the 400 wouldn't be affected. And a, a quick, easy, simple solution. And you know what? I'm quite sure that this is the kind of thing that if you have any concept of morality, this would be a decent thing to do. Do you agree? It's a decent thing to do. Sometimes, you know, Tony Robbins said, sometimes the most... Sometimes the best answers in life are the simple ones, all right? So, why hasn't that happened? In fact, folks, not only has it not happened, but instead of turning around and saying, right, folks, we're going to increase the taxes that the ultra-rich pay, that hasn't happened. What's happened is, is since the 1980s, that's a long time, folks, since the 1980s, the amount of tax that the ultra-rich pay has gone down and down and down and down, and it's plummeted. Now, you watch this documentary, and it will show you the actual graphs. It will show you 
how much the ultra-rich are being taxed and it is plummeting, it's going off a cliff and every year they are paying less and less. Meanwhile, the poor, the people at the other end of the spectrum, are getting kicked in the teeth more and more. And it's happening in the UK as much as it's happening in the USA. You know, 20, 30 years ago, we had a completely free education here in the UK. I managed to go through university and I had a few debts, but it wasn't that bad, you know. Now, try going to university in England without, you know, money. See how you get on. They're, they're doing this crazy, insane uh, loan system. And people who go through university are now walking away with debts of 30, 40,000 pounds, you know. And the day is coming, folks. The day is coming when, you know, you're going to have people who go through education with straight A's. And when they apply to those universities, the universities are going to say, okay, pay up. And if there's going to be people who say, look, I haven't got the money. And they say, sorry, you need to pay. And they say, listen, university, um, I've got straight A's, you know, I've studied hard, I've done everything right. And the universities are going to be saying, listen, Pablo, we don't care about the straight A's. We don't care about all of that stuff. If you haven't got the money, hit the bricks, pal. That's the way it's going, folks. It's the way it's going with education, health, even the roads. You know, I headed, folks, I headed to the West End a couple of weeks ago. And all I was looking for was a little coffee, a little place to have a coffee with a friend, a little chance to chill out, do a wee bit of work on the laptop. And I headed to the west end of Glasgow. Glasgow, where I live, is a massive city. There's, there's over a million people here, folks. You may or may not know about Glasgow, but it's a massive city. It's up there with, you know, somewhere like Paris. Really big, really populated, right? So the west end is a massive place. It's basically like a quarter of the city, you know? And... Uh, Throughout the whole of the West End, not a single parking space. Because, well, there was parking spaces, but every single inch has now got parking meters, okay? So you basically cannot park without paying taxes. And this is the vibe, folks. This is the way things are going, okay? So anyway, back to this documentary. You would think that... Uh, you know, the sensible, the ethical, the easy solution to all of this stuff would be to just say, all right, you, you know, ultra-rich people, let's do some taxes with you guys for a few years and hopefully we can get things sorted out, okay? Super easy. Folks, it's just not happening. And the reason it's not happening, as I say, it's because these people, these ultra-rich people, are actually bribing politicians on a scale which is unimaginable. Watch the documentary. I, I, I urge you, watch the documentary, okay? I mean, seriously, this is just mind-blowing. And you know what the funny thing is, right? Not only are they bribing the politicians and getting all of these outrageous things passed, okay? But they're actually funding 
all of these think tanks and groups and websites and all stuff like that to try and basically forward the cause. So let's imagine that you and I were to set up a, a radio show and the theme of the show was, you know, stop taxing everybody, reduce taxes, right? Uh, stop taxing, or, or supposing we were to say, stop taxing the rich. We need entrepreneurism. These people are the people who give us jobs, you know. And suppose we were to start a radio show or a website or a meetup group or anything like that. We would be absolutely on course to getting the best backhander you could ever imagine. I mean, if you want to get rich, really, forget about all of these fancy ideas I've been talking about. Maybe you should just set up some crazy, insane right-wing think tank, you know? And these groups are setting up, and it is unbelievable. There's a movement going on just now in America called, you know, the Tea Party Movement. And you see them with big banners saying, taxed enough already, you know. And these idiots are actually heading out and basically protesting in favour of the ultra-rich. It's insane. And the funny thing is, the people who are making these protests and saying, you know, they're diverting all their anger to the poor, you know. Stop giving them social, you know, what, what do they call it, welfare. Stop giving them any health benefits or unemployment. It's the poor, they're the ones to blame. And there's all these hordes of, frankly, idiots heading out eagerly protesting all of this crazy stuff and they haven't got a clue what's going on, you know. Now, um, I don't want to turn into any sort of, you know, political character. I'm a peace-loving guy here. But just check out the documentary, okay? Can I get away, away with saying that much? Just check it out. And let me say something else, okay? There's nothing wrong with being rich. When we're talking about rich people in this documentary, we're not talking about David Beckham, okay? We're not talking about Michael Jordan, you know? We're talking about the people who you don't know. You haven't heard of these people because you'll never see them. These are people lurking in the shadows worth billions. And you want to know the truth? That's who really runs the country. I'm talking about America. That's who really runs America. It's not the politicians, okay? Same thing seems to be happening in the UK. It is shocking and it is mind-blowing. Now, if the things I'm talking about aren't affecting you in any way, if this has no effect on you at all, then you, you know, one of us is making a mistake. Either I have failed to describe the heaviness of this, or you have failed to grasp it. All I'll say is, check out that documentary. The link is on the website at dcradionetwork.com. Folks, it will blow your mind, and it has blown my mind. I'll catch in with you, I'll check in with you uh, tomorrow. Stay cool, catch you later, bye.